This is Madeline. And this is Cammie. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 77. Hey, Cammie, I think I'm up for a road trip. There are so many awesome conferences coming up. Cool. I'll bring the snacks. You know, if you're from Texas like we are, no trip is complete without a trip to Bucky's. Bucky's. Yeah. Google it. We'll wait. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. everyone. So we're excited to talk about how to make the most out of attending a conference or a meetup. So it's the start of a new year and the spring conference season, and you're likely planning or maybe attending a conference or a meetup or a bunch or a few, who knows. But I plan on being at Social Media Marketing World. It's the largest conference of its kind. takes place every year in San Diego. It's going to be on March 20th through the 22nd. So Be sure to come see me if you're going, tweet me and let me know. And I have a link in the show notes so you can go check out this awesome conference. What about you, Cammie? I know you go to conferences as well. Yeah, I do. Um, Mine is not completely set yet, but I'm definitely going to be at the Reach Live conference, which is in Denver, Colorado on May 15th through 18th. That's a conference all about how to be a better speaker and really get your message out there in the world, which is something that I'm really into right now. So I'm going to be there. I'm actually going to be there as a student taking notes because I'm really excited about that. But yeah, my conference season is heating up as well. And also the fall. I mean, if you're listening to this later in the year, believe me, there's like two main conference seasons in the year, I think the spring and then usually the fall. Those two are the kind of, you know, big times when there's a lot of conferences going on. And we just want you to be prepared for those because both Madeline and I have attended hundreds of conferences. And I think we've learned some of the tips of the trade, if you will, to make those really cool, right? And so the first one that we really want to talk to you about is obviously the hashtag. And it seems like an obvious thing, but it seems to me that not everybody gets that message until they get to the conference, it feels like. But when you're attending an event before the conference happens, be sure to check out what the official hashtag is and use it to connect with people on both Twitter and Instagram. It's a great way to make new friends. And you can use this to connect with speakers at the event as well. And I found that it works really great if you start before the event because there's less people talking at that time. And so the ones that are, you see each other very quickly and you can really connect with those people. I have a couple of examples of that. One of the ones that was really interesting that was more recent is I was here at a local event, by the way, those are also a good place to use these. And we were at the event and I was live tweeting the event, which I often do when I'm at an event. 
And I tagged Sprout Social because they were being mentioned at the event. They weren't there themselves, but they were mentioned as a good tool to use. And so I tagged them using the hashtag also for the event. And we had three or four people kind of watching that. And Sprout Social, because they're really great with social listening and getting back to you, they immediately responded back to us like, oh, wow, so glad that we're being mentioned there. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. And one of the really smart um, PRSA people that were there was following the hashtag. And he tweeted to Sprout Social and said, hey, are you interested in being a sponsor for our local event? And Sprout Social came right back to him and said, yeah, we're always doing stuff like that. And they sent him an email where he could ask for more information or to request being a sponsor. So those things can happen really fast if you're paying attention to the hashtag, if you're really doing that. Also, I was at another conference not that long ago. It was a travel and tourism conference. And the speaker, who is the keynote speaker for the event, he was um, already engaging before the event over Twitter uh, through the hashtag. And so several of us started to talk back and forth with him. And it was really great because when I showed up on site, he was standing on the steps of the hotel and I recognized him immediately. And I walked up to him. And I said, hey, we've been talking on Twitter. And he smiled and we talked and really connected. So, you know, there's some really great things you can do. Hashtags, believe it or not, can bring the online world to the offline world and back again, especially in a conference. What do you think? Oh, for sure. I, I love talking about this topic. So one thing I do want to mention, if you're not sure what the official event hashtag is, reach out to the event organizers and ask them because here's the thing about hashtags. People make up their own hashtags and you'll get caught up in like 10 different hashtags, not knowing which is the one because people will just make them up. So it's always best to ask the conference people, usually the event coordinator, just reach out to them and ask them. Most times these days, they'll put it in their newsletters. They'll have it maybe in their Twitter bio usually is very obvious, but if you don't see it somewhere, do ask. And that's the one you want to use because most of the people will be using that. But yes, you can make up your own. People like to attach a year at the end and sometimes they'll do like 2019 or they might do just 19. And so there could be a lot of variations. Now, Kimmy, I love how you mentioned about tagging, like when you're tagging Sprout Social. You know, many times companies get mention in a tweet when they're talking about conferences and utilizing the hashtag, but no one is tagging these people. So they don't necessarily know people are talking about them. So I love that you mentioned that. That's such great advice. So whenever I'm in a Twitter chat and we're having a conversation and people are mentioning others and they're not tagging, I always circle back around and I jump right in and I will tag that person or company. So always be on the lookout because that's also a way to just kind of be seen and heard, right? Like, hey, you know, hey, at Sprout Social, did you see this? You know, we're talking about you during this conference. Super smart. All right. The next one we're going to talk to is about creating an event within an event. Now, I don't know if everybody has really thought about this before. I'm a planner. I like to do events. So when I'm at a conference, I will typically do something within the event, okay? So I like to plan a live meetup. And so for instance, my Twitter Smarter Chat, I do this every Thursday. If I'm at a conference and it's gonna be during a Thursday, I'm gonna make sure that I host it live and in person. So at Social Media Marketing World this year, this is gonna be what I'm calling my third annual because for three years in a row now, I'm hosting the live Twitter chat. So I tell people, come meet with me. We'll have a special designated spot. 
already set this up with the event organizers at Social Media Marketing World. All you have to do is ask. All I did was say, hey, Phil Mershon, the person in charge of Social Media Marketing World, is it okay if I host my Twitter chat at the convention center? Don't be afraid to ask if you can do it on site. The worst thing that'll happen is they say no. He said yes. And so now three years in a row, we have a spectacular event within an event. Now, Social Media Marketing World is the largest social media conference. So, hey, it's not too shabby hosting a big Twitter chat at a big conference. Cami, it has gotten my name and my Twitter chat really well known at the conference because I'm hosting it there on site. Now, I know many of my members of my community are going to be there. A lot of my Twitter Smarter Chat people are going to be there. So I want to take advantage of this. So I want you guys to do the same when you're going to conferences, when you go into events, are there people in your community that will be there as well? When you're planning these conferences, check with your members. You can do a Twitter poll or a Facebook poll and just ask and kind of put some feelers out. But also I'm just like a doer. I just do it. Like I'll ask people if they're coming, but I'll just say, Hey, I'm going to be here. I'm going to host this live. Come hang out with me. Cami, I've even hosted This is when I was in the music business, my Twitter chat for musicians. I would just hold it in my hotel room. I'd be at the conference and I would just take a break and say, hey, here's my hotel room number. Come hang out with me. And we would all just be spread out on the bed, all of us with our laptops and phones doing the Twitter chat live. And there's a lot of camaraderie in that. Have you ever done that, Cammie? Yeah, not a Twitter chat live like that, but definitely um, at South by Southwest, for example, for a number of years, I ran a um, Texas travel community uh, for a brand. And we had a meetup every single year at that event because South by Southwest is this huge event. And a lot of the people from that community would come in. It's in Austin. Luckily, it's here in Texas. So a lot of our Texas community would come on in. And we would usually hold it at a restaurant or something like that where we would get together. There'd be a lot of live tweeting and a lot of live conversation. But generally speaking, also, we would have really great place for them to take photos, like a photo booth kind of area where they could get branded photos. So we did do a lot of promotion through those events. We'd bring sometimes special guests to come and talk to them or all kinds of different things. You know, we made it worth their while to show up, but it also was an amazing community building opportunity. So even if you're not like, you know, really part of the event while you're there, have dinner with people that are in your community. I mean, it's really not even, it doesn't have to be something fancy or some huge event. It can be like, just as simple as meeting up with all of the people in your community while you're at a certain event and really getting to know each other. So I love that you're doing that at uh, Social Media Marketing World. And I'm hoping that our Communities That Convert community will also consider themselves invited to that Twitter Smarter Absolutely. Everyone's invited. If you're going to be at Social Media Marketing World, if you're listening to this and you go to that conference, let me know. Everybody is welcome to come to this. And I do want to mention, Kimmy, Now, being that I'm hosting a Twitter chat, I want to do it on site. But if I was just going to host a meetup, I want to do that off site. That would be fun. Like you're saying, get a restaurant, meet at a bar. But something like a Twitter chat, I feel like that can benefit social media marketing world. And I think that's why they've always said yes to me hosting it on site. But think about what it is you want to do. It may not jive with the event organizers and they would put the brakes and say, no, you cannot do this here. Or there may be a sponsorship cost too. Absolutely. And that that's always something, you know, to keep in mind. But I just don't want anyone to feel afraid. Don't ever feel afraid to host something because it's just a matter of telling people, hey, 
I'm going to be at this place at this day and time. Let's have an event within the event. Yeah, don't pass it up. It's a really powerful, powerful tool. The third thing that we came up with is really creating a Twitter list. And both Madeline and I are huge proponents of Twitter lists. I use them a lot in order to organize my online stuff for Twitter. And I love that Twitter still has these. I also do something similar in Facebook as far as putting people on lists so that I can connect with them. So there's a Facebook side to this too. But Twitter lists are really, really powerful. And um, for example, just recently, I don't know why I didn't think about doing this before. You think, duh. But I just put together a list of all 82 of our social media breakfast speakers since Social Media Breakfast of Houston started 10 years ago. We're coming up to our 10th anniversary of Social Media Breakfast in Houston. And so I was thinking, what is the cool stuff we can do? And so I wanted to reach out to all the speakers that have ever been at Social Media Breakfast, invite them to come and and be a part of that event in May. And it was really exciting because I thought, why didn't I ever make a Twitter list of these speakers? And so I am right now creating that list. And it's a great way to re-engage people, I think, too, from that. But you can also make a list of people that at the event that you're attending. So I've done that a lot, too, like all the people that you've ever, you know, that ever respond to you, say, at the event on the hashtag. So if somebody responds to you on the hashtag, it's real easy to say, add to a list, put them in there, say, the super awesome people at Social Media Marketing World or whatever. And they love to be on that list. And then you can easily keep track of them after the event event as well, because you can follow that list and say, hey, what are they talking about? And just pop in once in a while and make sure you talk to people. So um, lists are really a good way to to handle like event type of things, as well as speakers. We were talking about the speakers at the event, right? So you can kind of see what they're doing. Also, as a speaker, I heard somebody talk about doing this once. And I think this is something I'm going to adopt moving forward. This person told me that they made a list, a Twitter list of everybody they ever spoke with on stage. So if they were on a panel or if they were anything like that, so their fellow speakers, they would put on a list with them and they kept adding to that list over time. I thought, what a great idea. I love it. That is a great idea. I love Twitter lists, Kami, because you can always add to them. It's It's something that can always grow. And if you don't want to share it with the public, you keep it private. When it comes to conferences, I always put together a private and a public one. So for social media marketing world, I'll have a public one of like, because it's, you know, it's ones that were like, I want to get people's attention with it. But whereas a private one would be, maybe this is a small group of people I want to be sure to hang out with during the conference, but you know, I'll have a much larger one. Now, when it comes to speakers, most of these events will have a Twitter list put together, like Social Media Marketing World. If you go to Social Media Examiner's Twitter and you go to their list, they will always have a Twitter list of all the speakers for that year. And I love that because you know what, Kami? They did all the work. I don't have to go and spend an hour or two. I imagine with you creating your SMBHOU 82 speakers, I mean, I'm sure that took you a while. But what's (laughs) great about it is that people can subscribe. I can subscribe to it. It's a great list. Now for my Twitter smarter Twitter chat, I've been accumulating a list. What I do is every week after the chat's over, one of the things on my to-do list is to go add the guests to a Twitter list called Twitter Smarter Guests. I am up to 124 people. And for Manage Flitter's social ROI chat that I host, been doing the same thing. We just hit 100. Like last week, I put the 100th guest in there two years 
of hosting that Twitter chat. And we've never had anybody repeat. Every guest has been a brand new guest and we just hit 100. So Twitter lists can be really valuable. So I'm so glad that you mentioned this, Kami, because that's a really good one. Now, I want to mention for number four, attend on Twitter. Now, this is something not everybody thinks about, but if you cannot attend an event or a conference, all you have to do is follow the hashtag at the designated date and time. So for instance, if you cannot go to Social Media Marketing World, just know that on March 20th through the 22nd, follow the official hashtag SMMW19. If you follow the hashtag, you will see a lot going on and you can jump in. Now, people are going to think you're there and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, it's just, you know, people just assume if you're utilizing the hashtag, it's because you're there connecting with others. It's up to you if you want to, you know, let people know like, hey, I'm not here, but I'm following along and thank you. I will always, if I can't go, I will thank the people that are live tweeting and thank them for like, letting me feel like I'm there. And especially if someone is live broadcasting. I mean, I remember one time, who was it? I'm blanking on her name, but she was, she was live streaming from the front row. And I thanked her. I said, thank you so much. I felt like I was there with you. Like how amazing to not be there in person, but I felt like I was there. So I think it's a, a great way to connect. And you can even do it while being in your pajamas. Like no one has to know because <laughs> you're, you can be at home, you know, on your iPad or on your iPhone miles away, but it's like you're there. So what about you? I mean, I do this all the time, Kami. What about you? Do you like to attend? I do. Virtually? I do. And I probably will do that with Social Media Marketing World this year because I'm actually going to a workshop that week also in Denver, where we're going to be putting together my speaker kit. That's going to be like intensive. We're going to get getting photos and putting together a video and, and a bunch of other things. But I'm going to be dropping into the conference every night and really like seeing what's going on and connecting because I would have loved to have been there this year. So yeah. And I also know that a lot of people do that for social media breakfast, for example. A lot of people attend that. I mean, that's on Facebook through a live stream. You know, they look at the live stream and they also tweet at the same time. So there's a yeah. lot of really amazing connections going on online. And there's sort of a crew from really all over the world that attend that that breakfast uh, from wherever they are. So I would just say, yeah, it's a really powerful way to be part of the community and to grow a community and to really get the benefits. I mean, being there is obviously the biggest benefit because you can connect with people one-on-one, but you can, this is the best you can do if you can't be at a conference. And I want to say for those of you who are not able to attend Social Media Marketing World, but let's say that's your community, those are your people, I urge you to go spend time on that hashtag during the conference. You'll make amazing connections. Kami, one time, went back when I was in the music business, it was a big conference I could not attend in New York City, and it was timing. I was going to be in New York the following week, so I couldn't make it. So I, I just followed along the hashtag. And I mean, I was connecting with speakers. I was like making business contacts like that led to business, like amazing stuff happened just because I spent a few hours sitting at my desk on a like a Monday afternoon following the hashtag. So, you know, well, anytime- and social media marketing world this year is also going to be doing a online version, right? But it comes well, out later. They do, they do a virtual ticket. They do this every year. You can pay a fee for a virtual ticket. Now it's not live. So it's not like you okay. can watch my presentation live. But what they do is after the, like they record every presentation and what they do is afterwards they go through, they edit all the videos up and make them ready. And then they just put it out there. Like you can just go binge watch every presentation. 
And that's another option too. If you can't go to social media marketing world because the timing is not right or you can't afford it because it is a little pricey, the virtual ticket is a good option. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. And the virtual ticket, like, you know, it's a little bit of an investment, but it can really pay off because you get access to it for, I believe it's one full year. It might even be 18 months now, but like you can spend the whole year now going through all these presentations. I've done that because if you go to the conference, they also give you the virtual ticket. And Cami, there's so many presentations that go on at once. You cannot possibly be at all of them. So I will go and I will tune in to all the ones that I really wanted to see that I could not make it to. So it's been really helpful. So yeah, it's a great alternative for sure. Yeah, cool. So the fifth thing that you can do to kind of get connected at a conference is use this cool new tool that LinkedIn has. We all think QR codes were dead. Yes, we did. But LinkedIn has included them on their platform right now. And so if you have LinkedIn, the app on your phone, you open up LinkedIn and at the top, you'll see a little space there where you can click on QR code. So it's a, it's a pretty easy thing to do. Like when you open your LinkedIn page, it's at the very top on the search bar, right to the right hand side of the search bar. You click on it. It's like these four little squares. You click on it and it opens up a little QR code scanner. If the other person opens this up as well and they click on the my code, the one that has the QR scan open can scan the code. So you can go back and forth and add each other to LinkedIn. So you know how we have been doing it in the past. We get a bunch of like a stack of business cards. And I wish I was on the other side of my desk. I could show you my piles and piles and piles of business cards. And you bring them home and they sit in your desk and you are supposed to be entering them into your computer and like following people on LinkedIn. And maybe you do a few of those by hand. What's really cool about this is that you can automatically have them in your LinkedIn thing. And I'm kind of a big deal for LinkedIn of meeting people. I want to meet people before I put them in my LinkedIn because people often ask for referrals. They say, hey, you know this person. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I do. So it's a really great way to connect with each other on LinkedIn in the venue as you're going. And it makes you look kind of knowledgeable and and kind of laser, you know, on top of uh, the social media trends. So people are like, oh, you can do that? Wow. And uh, they'll pull out their phone because almost everybody does have LinkedIn really installed on their phone at this point. Oh, absolutely. That's a great tip, Kami. I love that. We have one more tip left. And I think this is probably the most important one. So after an event, what should you do? You should follow up. Cami, so few people do this. I go to so many conferences, so many events, and people love to give you their business card. They love to share contact info. And then you never hear a word. You never hear from them ever again. And that does you no good. So be the person that follows up. You'll be so way ahead of everybody else just by making a point to follow up. So I want to share a really awesome tip. What you can do is you can create a draft in your email program to follow up after an event. Now, Gmail has a really cool one and I use this. I love it. It's called canned responses where you can just put in something that you can use over and over and over again. It makes it super easy and you can use this after an event. So just add some personalized text to it with a general message and just get that out there, do the follow-ups, take time to do it. My advice is this, when you meet people at an event or at a conference, follow up within the week, preferably within a few days after you get home because you know, give people time to get home and get back to their work routine, but follow up right away because the longer you wait, the harder it'll be for them to remember you. And here's a little extra ninja tip that I would always would tell when I was in the music business. I used to always 
consult with musicians and give them business advice. And this was my biggest one I used to say, and this applies to anyone, not just musicians. But when you're at an event and you're meeting people, take a picture, take a selfie with them. And first of all, I love to do selfies. I always like, hey, let's get a selfie together. But when you do your follow-up, send that photo with it because they're going to look at that and go, oh yeah, I remember them, especially if they're a big influencer. If they're an influencer, I guarantee you, They've talked to so many people that they may not remember you by name. When they get an email from you, that may not be enough, okay? That may not jog their memory. But when you attach a photo y'all took together, they're going to be like, I remember them. Yeah, that's that cool Madeline Sklar. I like her. I'll reply back to her email. So little things like that can really go a long way. Or do something that I like, which is, you know, I'm all about the Twitter video and doing video replies. Send them a tweet and do it as a video and say, you know, hey, Kimmy, it was so nice meeting you at Social Media Marketing World. I had such a good time. Who wouldn't want a personalized video? So these are just some ideas we're giving you today in this episode. And I hope you found them really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And oh, what a great tip that is, by the way. That email tip is amazing. Another one that I want to just throw in there real quick that we didn't have on the list here is really on this same follow-up thing. And probably what I'm going to do the next time I'm at a conference, I've already decided, is to set aside about half a day in the week or two after the event. So you send out your email. And for the ones that you think it would be useful to have a follow-up conversation, just a chat, that you go ahead and give them your link to like, here's some some available times. You use Calendly. It's a great tool. There's other tools like that that you can use where people can pick from your calendar. You can use a doodle or whatever. But my point is, is that give them some times to meet with them so that you get that on the calendar, especially if you think it's going to be, you know, mutually beneficial for both of you to like have a conversation that takes it to the next level, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be a direct sales, but it can just be, you know, hanging out and talking about like how you could work together. That's awesome. Great tip. All right. So we have one more thing to talk about, which we always talk about in every episode. And that is action. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> we love that is, action takers. We do. And it's also the, you know, the key private, our, we have a private Facebook group. And that is our secret word to get in is action. And there's a reason for that. And that's because we really want you guys to take action on the stuff we talk about. I mean, it's not any good if we just talk to you all day and then you're like, oh, that's such a great idea. And then you never do anything about it, right? So got to implement. That's the key. Yeah. Implementing is really important. We know that too. And, and we work really hard in our own businesses and like keeping implementation at the front. So we want you to tell us which one of these things that we just talked about are you already doing maybe? And which ones are you going to add to your to-do list? And, and as Madeline says, what? Just do it. Just do it. So come tell us in the group and let us know which conferences and meetups you're attending this year. So we know maybe we'll see you at one of these out there. So we would love to hear from you. Please go over to our Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash communities that convert and just request entry. Make sure you put in the word action for the secret word and give us your email and you can come right on in um, and talk to us. We have such a great community there that's building up that are always talking to each other and asking for each other's help. So if you really are looking for a group of people that are all about building online community and really advancing their um, jobs and their careers and and their businesses, please come and join the community because we think you're going to love it there for that reason. So that yep. is all for today. That's what we have. It, we have links to everything we talked about in the show notes, plus a couple of resources that relate to this. So be sure to check it out, communitiesatconvert.com. All right. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. 
Hey, this is Madeline, and I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cammie. Her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Hey, Madeline, don't forget, we want to give a shout out to our friend Todd Giantasio from The Growth Suite, who sponsors the Communities That Convert website. Yeah, if you want to learn how to position yourself as an authority and get found online, check them out at thegrowthsuite.com. And that's suite spelled S-U-I-T-E. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.